Hello and good day to everyone listening. My name is Stevie. And my name is Beth, and you're listening to Let's Talk About Sex, hosted by your two favorite oversharers. Now, let's talk about sex. So before we get started, I want to give like a special shout out to one of our sponsors, Elm Coffee Roasters. Elm Coffee Roasters, open at Pioneer Square and SLU for takeout and soon indoor seating. Order coffee and more at elmcoffeeroasters.com. Our second sponsor is The M. If you're looking for a place to live in the fall with student-friendly amenities, spectacular views, and that's walking distance to campus, check out The M Seattle. They are the only student living high-rise near UW, and they've recently dropped the rates on all of their floor plans. Visit themseattle.com for more info. All right. Well, let's get started. I think this week we're talking about first... Wait. Before we get started... I want to introduce everyone to a good friend and now co-host, Beth. Take it away, Beth. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, uh, my name's Beth. I'm new on Let's Talk About Sex, and I'm super excited. Um, Stevie called me up as the first horny MF he could think of to be a co-host with him. And I said, of course, I want to dedicate an hour of my week every week to talking about intercourse. Why wouldn't I? So... And I can't think of a better horny motherfucker than you, Beth. Thank you. No, you know, I am really excited to just dive in deep. Like, really, this time, just dive in deep to our personal lives, our sex lives, our dating lives. Because you know what? I love you, our listeners. Me too. You know, before we get started on all the juicy details in the future, I think we need to start with... Our first. What do you think, Beth? I think that sounds like a great idea. Um, why don't we list them chronologically? Chronologically? Yeah, when when was your first time, Stevie? Okay, um, give me a second. It was, I'm trying to think of the exact date. I think it was November 30th of... You made a look. Well, is that like a weird day or something? No, like, no. November 30th is, is a fine day. I just, so often I tell people that I remember the exact day and the exact year that I lost my virginity and they think that's so strange. Oh, no, I don't think it's strange. Yeah. For me, it was November 30th of 2018. Okay. I will go first. <laughs> um, mine. You, oh, okay. Fair, fair enough. All right, Beth. Take it away. Floor is yours. Great. Uh, so it was a, a momentous day. Um, February 13th, actually Friday the 13th, uh, 2015. Um, so I was... Friday the 13th? It was Friday the 13th. Yeah. Valentine's Day was the next day and we had been dating for oh, it's okay. six months. Um, and so we kind of knew... We kind of knew that Valentine's Day was a Saturday and that neither one of us had lots of homework or, you know, work scheduled and we were going to go on a date and he had his truck and we knew it was going to happen, right? Um, and my mom oh. actually <laughs> my mom actually found out that we had been chatting about it and wrote me a letter detailing why I should wait um, no. Yeah, she was like, oh, he's going to college, this and that. You're just going to be hurting yourself more than it's worth. Please How show this letter. I was 15. I was 15. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Older man. All right. A little, a little younger. 
And he was super young for his grade. You know, it's not like he was an adult. He was 17 the whole time, right? Okay. Like, nothing illegal going on here. Small town things, dating gaps are bigger because there's no one to choose from. Anyway. I feel that. Yeah. Um, so she goes, here's this letter. Read it to your mans. And I called him up and I said, hey, mans, what do you think about this? And he goes, that's hilarious. You still want to fuck? And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. So we read, we read her letter and it was the Friday before the big day and we kind of knew what was going to happen. And he gave me a ride home from school and we pulled into the parking lot and my mom's car wasn't there and my dad's car wasn't there. And we were like, Hmm. I was like, Hey boyfriend, would you like to come inside with me? He was like, I absolutely would like to come inside with you. Funny you mention it. And we walked up to my room, and we had sex for about uh, five or ten seconds. And no. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And um, then it was over, and I kind of looked at him, because I had no idea what, what an orgasm was or what finishing was for guys. I was just confused. I was like, are, are, is that all? You done, buddy? Like... <laughs> Um, and he got up and, you know, put his clothes back on and gave me the most awkward hug. We hugged for maybe like 60 seconds. And then he was like, okay, bye. I'm going to golf practice. (laughs) Dude was embarrassed. No doubt about it. (laughs) Oh man. Apparently he went out to his car after and called up his best buddy and was like, I just had sex for the first time. Cause it was both of our first times. That was, you know, made it a little more special, but, um, yeah, we both called our best friends, and then that was that, and then we broke up a month later, so. Wow, okay. Um, dude was embarrassed, I thought, but then, like, he wasn't or something? Okay, he maybe was, he was. He just had places to be, man. He was, a, he was a busy bee. But five or ten seconds, that's how long it lasted. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not here to judge. You know, everyone has their own, has their own time limit and you know i i understand on some level i mean i I haven't experienced it like that but like sometimes you don't last that long i I don't want to judge this man you know i'm sure he's better now wherever he is let's hope so let's hope that he is not still what we call in the business a three pump chump so (laughs) oh my god one of my best friends in high school was referred to that way by um his ex and it was so disrespectful, but I I always found it hilarious. It's funny. <laughs> it is funny, but I feel so bad. Anyways, um that was quite the story. So did did you like learn anything from it? Did you take anything away from it? Like what was your thoughts after? My thoughts after were I hope that this gets better. And then not only did the sex remain lame, but he went on vacation to, I believe it was the Dominican Republic and didn't call or text me the whole time he was there. And I was like, the sex is bad. He doesn't text me when he's out of town. He doesn't even give me the time of day when he finally comes back from spring break. Goodbye. And I started dating a different guy a week later and the sex was all of a sudden bomb. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Wild. Real quick, before we continue, I want to give another shout-out to our sponsor, Elm Coffee Roasters. Open since 2015, Elm Coffee Roasters is devoted to high-quality coffee that's easy to brew at home and a joy to drink. At our roastery 
and Cafe in Pioneer Square, Seattle. Elm obsessively roasts small batches of coffee that they source with a focus on sustainable practices that lift, lift up the whole supply chain and protect the future of the coffee plant. Elm's goal is to make a true exceptional cup of coffee an experience you look forward to every day. Cafes in Pioneer Square and SLU open now for takeout and soon dine-in service. Please use code PODCAST at elmcoffeeroasters.com for 15% off your next coffee order. Well, my story is actually quite a bit different than yours. In fact, in a lot of ways, it's the exact opposite. Oh, so tell. First of all, I was 20 when I first had sex, right? And to give like a little background to all of this, you know, I was, I don't know, growing up, I was like, kind of Christian a little bit, but like, I was also like, had like this, what I call the virgin fear, where I was like, really scared. And like, you know, that kind of like, um, prevented me for a while. Mm -hmm. Plus, I coming from a small town, right, you know, where everyone knows each other, and the dating options are limited, you know, I had this insane um way of thinking and doing things where I wanted everyone to like me growing up gotcha. and I just thought actually dating would get in the way of that um so I just didn't do that you know but then like things kind of like started to change when I came to UW not even when I went to community college because my first two years of college I went to community but then when I came to UW things just changed all of a sudden you know I was thro- thrust into an environment I was somewhat unfamiliar with but I was ready to kind of tackle and the first girl I was with I this was the second date I had with her right uh I went on one date with her previously and you know she had been with not a ton but a few guys before you know she was 19 I was 20 and she wasn't a UW student but she was like a student at the at one of the community colleges close by and we met off a of tinder and we, I liked her, you know, she liked me, I liked her, but then I was like, you know what, I'm going to invite her to this party I was going to, and it was actually, I think you might have been there, Beth, but anyways, um, so we went there, and I got, like, a little drunk, right? Gotcha. And pretty much, she just started hyping me up, you know, because, like, she wasn't really drunk, she had, like, maybe a beer or two, I had many, many beers, and then some shots, but she was just, like, hyping me up, she was like, oh, you're super hot. She's like, I wanted to fuck you the first time I saw you. I was like, oh, okay, shit. And I was like, oh, you want to? She's like, yeah. And I was like, all right, let's go get her. And I brought her back to my place. And I was like, I was super nervous, right? Because like, I never had sex before. And I was 20. So it's like, it's, it was definitely something that has built up over a period of time. Um, And so I brought her back. And as soon as we entered my room, she just told me to strip. Um, so I did, and we we had sex, but it lasted quite a while. Compare like yours lasted ten seconds, mine lasted ten to fifteen minutes. Okay, because I was, but I never came. Oh, I we stopped because she had to tell me to stop because like it was like starting to hurt because she, like she squirt all over my sheets right. Like, my she- my sheets were wet after this, but I never came because I think it was a combination of nerves. I was drunk. Yeah. Um, oh, whiskey dick is real. Yeah. And, like, I was, I was hard, but I wasn't able to come, you know? Yeah. I mean, 
Sure. I, I couldn't imagine. I've never felt it personally. And so this led to, like, another set of problems. Yours led to, like, you know, him ignoring you and, like, you know, it, the sex being bad. It led to her being very self-conscious, being like, are you even attracted to me? And I was like, yes, I'm attracted, I'm attracted. And that was, like, a really weird and different experience from what most people experience from what I've heard, you know? Yeah. Because the general experience is what I've, of what I've heard is yours, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I find that really interesting that so many women, when their male partner can't finish, can't perform, can't get hard, et cetera, this and that, um, that they blame it on themselves. And that totally used to be me. Um, I've dated one or two men that had some some issues in that department and all across the board it's never the woman's fault it's some job stress it's performance anxiety you know it's being drunk being drunk who wouldn't want to make their partner feel good and when there's so much pressure to like satisfy a woman who are notoriously sometimes impossible to satisfy like how how could you not be a little nervous so i think she can chill. <laughs> no, I get that. And, but it was like, at that point, there was nothing I could say to her, you know? Yeah. It was like, and eventually I did come because she just jacked me off for about like another 20 minutes. And I was at, that actually kind of hurt. Like that hurt a lot to the point where I, I let her keep going because I didn't want her to feel bad. But it was like, I was actually in pain because like she, because <laughs> when your dick's being rubbed that long it's like kind of yeah it's it's it it hurts you know you know yeah no i know that's what lube is for that's what spitting on your hand is for like i I don't have any lube and no she was just raw dog in it you know oh sweetie spit on your hand spit on your hand oh she didn't do that i don't know regardless that story with her was over but no i get what you're saying um i my experience kind of is different than like some guys you know because i kind of like you like I get like very obsessed with like well not like you I guess but like how you said with girls I get very obsessed with like you know pleasing my partner Mm -hmm. um and so that's like made me like a little bit different than like my friends in some ways you know right um and I've I've experienced girls where it takes a lot of work and some where it's like at the drop of a hat yeah at the drop one touch and they're done you know like it's like they're yeah full fluids (laughs) oh man i think yeah speaking of orgasms i think it is so fascinating to me it's fascinating that there's this obsession with some people that one or more folks involved in a sex act like have to come to make it complete that is so silly to me Mm -hmm. because my one of my boyfriends in high school would like straight up never ever come like who knows what that was about but we would still bone all the time and just neither one of us get off and i feel like we still had a great time like there's no need for either person to to finish and i don't think that there should be this this massive expectation on anyone to to do that you know after my first time and i think this is like something i want to like put out there for all you people that you know haven't had your first time or did have your first time you're just looking for someone thing to relate to you know 
there's all this pressure for a long time to make my first time special. And when I, when it did happen, you know, I didn't feel any different. Maybe it would have been different if I was with someone special because I mean, she wasn't really that special to me. Cause like, you know, this was the, our second date, but it doesn't really change who you are as a person. And that was like, that was something I thought a lot about. And, you know, in some ways it has actually definitely changed how I approach certain things, you know, cause now I actually will seek out sex from some people now and then and like, and, or like I'll be more open to it, you know, if it's, if it's offered to me, but in that way it's changed, but I didn't feel any immediate difference after having sex my first time, you know? And that's something I feel like more people than not actually do feel like will happen to them, you know? I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I didn't feel different for shit after mine. I felt like the exact same person, which is probably because it hardly even happened. Um, I mean, hey, 10 seconds is often not... (laughs) change your life perspective didn't quite blow me out of the water like i anticipated no, yeah. yeah no um, but i don't want to meet me to that man i mean i'm i hope he's doing well wherever he is i think he's doing well i think he's got a, a cute new little gf hope you're doing well there to to pump jump <laughs> but it, it went down from three to two. Oh wow i mean we might as well over exaggerate it for dramatic effect okay okay Yeah, I would say that so much more significant, and this is just me being a corny bitch, but so much more significant in my own life than the first time that I had sex was the first time that I actually felt like I was in love with someone. Because guaranteed, I told that guy I loved him, was completely convinced that I did. I do not believe I was in love with him, you know, or the shitty sex would not Mm -hmm. have mattered. Yeah, the best sex, well, actually... That's another story for another time, but I do agree, you know, when you're with, like, when you feel like a stronger emotional connection, the sex gets a lot better. Yeah, unreal, out of this world. Yeah, yeah, fucking great, fucking great. Um, but I, I'm wondering, what would you change about your first time if you could? <sighs> I would make it with a different guy. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I... Actually, I think girls experience this a lot when they sleep with the first couple people after their first time. Guys will be all hurt that you're not their first, especially, you know, going into relationships as a sophomore. People expect you to still be a virgin. And there was a guy that, you know, I had been flirting with for a long time and did end up dating for several years. Um, And when I told him, hey... I lost it to this other guy and not you. He was kind of heartbroken and I could tell and he tried to downplay it to not be the jerk. Um, but he was upset. And I do think that I would have had a better time if it had been the two of us. Um, and obviously that relationship didn't work out either for all kinds of reasons. But I think that just to alleviate some of my own guilt that I didn't even need to be feeling because you can sleep with however many people you want and still not need to feel guilty about it. Um, but I didn't know that as a 15-year-old. So I think I would, I would sleep with the other guy. Yeah, but you shouldn't feel, like, like, bad or, like, guilty in any way for, like, you know, not losing it to the other guy. You know, you did, you did that. And it, 
was an experience. It's what it is. Yeah. Nothing to regret, really. No. No, and I don't no. regret it. But if yeah. I had to... If I had to go back, the other thing with choosing guy numero dos, um, <laughs> so we'll call them guy one and guy two, right? Guy one, the guy okay. I lost my virginity to, and right. guy two, the guy that I should have lost my virginity to. Um, they both initially wanted to date me, and I chose guy number two, and then we broke up, and I started dating guy number one and lost my v card to him and then immediately broke up with him and started dating the other guy again right like all that heartbreak for him getting rejected by me twice for the same guy twice could have been avoided if i had just stuck with the other guy you know fucking sucks to be him straight up (laughs) so you're so what you're saying is you're a heartbreaker beth i i was a little bit of a heartbreaker Yo, I think that actually is good for this podcast because you're a heartbreaker. I'm the heartbroken typically. So I think we balance each other out. Wonderful. Wonderful. I know I was just talking to um, my boyfriend on our road trip back home here to Seattle today that uh, every guy I have ever dated has come crawling back at one point or another being like, Beth, are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Every wow. guy, almost, I would say, eighty percent at the very least that I've like dated seriously. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting because I, I don't know if it's just my pride or something, which I don't advocate for pride because I think it's a stupid fucking emotion. But I've never once gone back to a girl. Like, if I'm if I'm ser- if I had seriously seen them in some way, you know. And it's like, it was more than just a casual thing. I never want, I never go back to them. And I think it's just like a pride thing, but that's interesting to hear. That's interesting. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me feel a little too full of myself sometimes. Um, And I think my other problem is that I date people that have no shame, you know, they uh, (laughs) aren't stubborn or prideful enough to feel embarrassed crawling back with all of their letters and their begging and all that jazz one thing you'll learn about me beth if we if we continue talking like this is that i more than like being horny i'm stubborn like if there's like one emotion i'm more of than anything else it's stubborn yeah if there's one emotion that i am more than anything else it's bitchy Oh, bitchy's pretty cool. I like, you know, you, you gotta love, you gotta love the bitchy ones, you know? You gotta love the bitchy ones, yeah. Yeah. If I could change my first time, the only thing I think I would do is, honestly, not be as drunk so I could come and make her feel good. And remember more, I would imagine. I remember everything pretty oh. much, I think. <laughs> I mean, I've never once blacked out being drunk, um, and I've been pretty drunk. You've seen me drunk. I have. Yeah. Did you see me uh, that one time at the house where you you know exactly what I'm talking about? Oh, God. Okay. Um, we'll talk about that on our own time, Beth. Um, <laughs> yes, we anyways, will. Anyways, so thank you all for joining us this week. I hope you enjoyed listening to me. I hope you enjoyed our new co-host, Beth. She's wonderful. And if you have... If you had your first and you regret it, don't regret it. You know, never regret your first. Well, I take that back. But anyways, have a good week, y'all. I'm Stevie. And I'm Beth, and it's so nice to be joining you 
on Let's Talk About Sex.